Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We drink tequila. We talk. Welcome to Team Tequila Talks. Talk, talk, talk. Oh, don't you start it. It is a rush hour you out start there. Guy. Man, the holiday rush hour. I don't know. I like the layers. Okay. It Wait. is a tequila sunrise, kind of, after all, right? It is. I stirred mine, but it does look lovely when you don't stir it. Oh, these headphones are going to be difficult with these headbands. Special holiday episode commencing. Cheers. Cheers. Happy. This is called the morning after. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is that the official name? Mm. Yeah, it's called the morning after Thanksgiving. Okay, so it's mixed a little bit, but this is basically our take on a tequila sunrise. Yes. But we're using that leftover cranberry sauce that no one eats at Thanksgiving. Yep. Do you know anybody that eats that? I don't. Well, no lies. If I have leftover dressing, I will dump it on my dressing. I always feel like when I'm putting away all of the food at the end of Thanksgiving dinner, the cranberry sauce is untouched. It's true, and I don't do the congealed... Look, some, some of my family members, they love that. You know that thing that comes out of a tube? It, well, it's a can. Yeah. It's a can. Yeah. So, it's the gelatin cranberry. Yes. Now, I find that that is so sweet that so sweet. most people the next morning end up eating it and putting it in like a turkey sandwich because it's sweet. But if you make real cranberry, I like cranberry. I'm a cranberry and dressing and yams girl. And I go, I mix the cranberry into the dressing and I scoop the yams with the cranberry. I, I use the cranberry after, but I also make homemade. Do you, ever, do you eat it on the day? Yes. You do? Okay. See, I mean, my mom, one of my first jobs, one of my first memories of Thanksgiving when I was helping out with dinner was to open the can of cranberry sauce, scoop it out, and she'd say, now make it look like it didn't come out of a can. And it had the lines on it, and yeah. I had to smash it up, and then I'd put like an orange slice on top yeah, to make it. Yeah, and some cranberries, some yeah. fresh cranberries. Yeah. Or you, we did, um, I used to use my cookie cutters and make hearts and stars. So it looked like you kind of, and then you put like rosemary around it. It just makes it look like it's not from a can. But I think people, a lot of people prefer the can because it's just sweet. It's like candy. But see, I think when you start to cut sugar out of your diet and start to make some of those swaps, it's too sweet. And I'm not saying don't enjoy your Thanksgiving. And I'm not saying don't have a treat. It's your Thanksgiving. It's your holiday. Do what you want. Yes. But... I can't eat that canned stuff now just because my palate is so acclimated to less sugar or yes. healthier sugar. Health, and it, and, and it's kind of tastes canny. It has no, a, it tastes like tin. It yeah. tastes it. When you remove all of that from your diet and then you go back, oh, I'll just grab a little bit. You're at your aunt's house or your mom's house and you try to scoop some. Then I feel like you think you can do it. And you're like, never mind. But like fresh cranberry sauce is probably some of the best cranberry sauces I've ever had with like you can do ginger orange I mean you can really get in there and make it something special and I think what's cool about this recipe is that the cranberry sauce kind of doubles as a serving so you make the cranberry liquid with like just cranberries water we use monk fruit yep and or you can use coconut sugar or liquid stevia whatever you have and you boil it for a second but what I didn't do was I let it boil too long, let it burst too much, and it kind of got saucy. But if I would have taken it off like maybe three minutes earlier, it would have been more of a liquid type of deal. So I make, I shifting from the can, 
I make my own cranberry sauce and I just take the bags of organic cranberries. You can buy them at the grocery store. They exist. You don't have to go straight for the canned aisle and you put them on in, in, on the stove in a sauce pot. And I just use fresh orange juice. You can add sugar or stevia or monk fruit or maple syrup, maple syrup, how fitting for Thanksgiving, right? But you, you can add the sweetener if you want and you can make it sweet, but you don't necessarily have to because I find that if you get really good ripe orange it's sweet enough Super and that's sweet. all you have to put in it you don't have to dump a bunch of added processed sugar it doesn't have to come out of a can and now you're talking about whole real food and you can't eat that much of it i mean my girlfriend makes one i think it has like ginger cranberry it's just really tasty that you put that on toast the next day yeah like it gets you get into the lanes with the with the cranberry sauces where you can really really push the envelope on what cranberry goes on but i will admit during the my pan one of my pandemic buys was the canned cranberry. Really? Because I was thinking more like Walking Dead. I, I was thinking more this was going to end in a Walking Dead lane. You and I was like, there. remember? You went to a dark oh, place. I, I went to a very dark place. If you know, I'm at Costco looking for the congealed cranberry tube. Because I was like, well, you can open it and I have a kid. Maybe it can be a treat if we're like living in a garage. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I did buy it in the pandemic. I think I still have some in my cabinet. Okay, so we are drinking, this is sort of like a morning after tequila sunrise. So you've, we'll paint the picture here. You've got your family in town. You had a long day with Thanksgiving. You were cooking. You were eating. There was football. There was a lot of members under one house. Or maybe you traveled. And then you open the fridge the next morning. You're making your turkey sandwich, whatever. And you see that cranberry sauce just sitting in the fridge. And you're like, what the heck am I going to do with that? And you can make a lovely long holiday weekend margarita. It's it's just cranberry sauce, orange juice. We used uh, Reposado tequila because you, ne- you need that heaviness, that weight, just because you've probably eaten so much food the night before that I feel like if you do a bit of Blanco, it's going to be a little thin. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. the Reposado adds that flavor that you need. And it's just, you just garnish with cranberries. Well, and we're in the fall and... When you're getting into the late fall and starting to get into winter, you want that heaviness of the Reposado or an Añejo. You want it to have that density. You want it to have that sort of caramely, whiskey undertone. I mean, I think that Blanco is kind of a summer tequila. Not that I discriminate, but if we're classifying. Um, Blanco is definitely hot weather. I think it's like Blanco hot and then Reposado Añejo warm. Yeah, maybe That's, spring. Yeah, I, I, you get warm by the fireplace with a nice anejo or, or a reposado. I just don't think getting nice and warm with the blanco. Well, and then what's mezcal? Just year round. Mezcal is year round because you can. <laughs> it is for us because you can get cold. With, you can in the summer make a nice. Ref, we've done it here. Make some nice refreshing mezcal margaritas, and or in yep. the winter you can just sip it slow. So this is going to be orange juice tequila cranberry sauce. Which I mean, normally a tequila sunrise is going to be grenadine, which is no. packed full of additives, colors, sugar, and chemicals. So this is actually like a much healthier, like it's a good holiday version in general of a tequila sunrise. You're probably going to have lots of long weekends or days where you're still with your family or celebrating. And if you don't want to reach for that, but mosa, little cranberry and OJ and tequila. Yeah. I don't do my, my day after. Well, there's usually football on day after thing. It's kind of a point. Well, it's yeah, college football. College football. Yeah. But I, you know, I love, I love a game, you know, 
I usually go for a cocktail the morning after. I don't do the maybe while I'm cooking for Thanksgiving, I maybe have like an Aperol spritz or a mimosa. But when I'm like done, I like like a nice heavy cocktail. Yeah. Well, there you go. And here it is. Well, we have you can't see we have on our turkey hats. Well, some people might We're be able full to see. on. Yeah. If you're listening, we have turkey headbands on. We're gobbling, gobbling because this this is our morning after Thanksgiving drink. We got you covered. Also, we are, I hate to break this to you guys at the beginning of the episode. Please don't skip through the end of it. But this is going to be our last episode for the holidays. We will be back after the new year. Yes. We have tons of holiday recipes coming at you that if you follow us on Team Tequila Talks on Mm -hmm. Instagram, um, well, we got to get that TikTok page going eventually. Do we? Um, Do we have to acquiesce to Gen Z? Um, but TikTok is like spyware. So you know what I just read is that they limit TikTok in China yeah. to 40 minutes a day. Yep. But in the U.S., by all means, just cruise on it you, for four hours. You haven't seen the Chinese. They do um, this like example of American children and adults at a dinner table. Have you seen this meme? No. And it was from a, a Chinese scientist, very fa- famous. And he made a meme basically of the difference between a Chinese household and American household. And it literally had kids zombieing TikTok and adults zombieing TikTok and then a mom making dinner and then plopping on her couch and then going to TikTok. And they were like, we got them. Yeah, I know. So they might it's, have, though. They might have. I mean, look, TikTok, I don't know. I, the Gen Zs, man, I love them to death, man. But I don't know if I can. The dance videos, it's just a lot of work. It just seems like a lot of work. It just seems very aggressively like posting and then, and then knowing the hashtags every day and how to trend. And I don't know, maybe you guys should just email us. Someone should put us on Instagram and how we should grow our TikTok page as moms and women and very fun tequiliers. I'm excited to hear those suggestions. That could be interesting. That could be interesting. What What do you guys want to see? Because I feel like... Oh, this is a, no, this is a great topic. For yeah. those of you listening, you can hit us up while you have all that couch time on the holidays. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying that in a presumptuous way. I'm sure that if you have kids and families, you probably don't have a ton of t- couch time. I hope you get some couch but time. But we're hoping, yeah, yeah. it's the holidays. We're hoping mm-hmm. you get some couch time. Mm-hmm. What would you like to hear us talk about in the new year? Because yes. we're going on a nice little healthy holiday break. We're going on a holiday break and we're going to, you know, rejuvenate. Yeah, I like that word. Yeah, we're going to get rejuvenated and come back. But we would love if you guys would drop us some lines about what topics you want us to cover. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I think that's a good thing because I feel like, listen, sometimes some of you guys do DM us and ask about certain things, but definitely topics. Well, I mean, you and I could talk forever. We, we I mean, we have our topics, but we want to know what your topics are. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, we'll just talk all day long we about our topics. A couple, like, fun tequila brands that we are bringing on as well in the new year. We've yes. got some fun bartenders, mixologists. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that that's always a win. I have really enjoyed this year coming up with new and fun cocktails like the one that we are drinking right now because I always look at a tequila sunrise on a menu or photo and it looks like a good idea and then sometimes I'll order it and I'm like this is one of the worst things I've ever put in my mouth it's terrible because the chemicals and the dyes if you're not used to it and all that sugar it's like wow, yeah. you get hit in the face with it so you think that it's a great idea out in the wild and then it's not. And we make these, <laughs> we make these substitutes and they are way better. And it's like, okay, well we get a, a kind of a taste of a tequila sunrise, but you can have a few of these and not feel like garbage. Or oh, have a sugar you, crash. you won't have a sugar crash. This is made with monk fruit. So basically it's a balanced like cocktail. 
I feel like it's it's the cranberry, meaning the cranberry sauce was made with monk fruit. I don't even know the benefits of cranberry. I mean, we always come in here with all of this knowledge about things like ginger and citrus and rosemary and all of this stuff. And we're surprised. We're going to do a little holiday flight. And by flight, I don't mean that we're tasting an ounce of tequila each. We made three full cocktails. We made. And we are getting through Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, cocktail, 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 it's, bam. We've got you covered we're for gonna the holiday be, season. We're about to be wasted just for you. <laughs> we love you guys. Yeah. Like, we're going to drink. I mean, we don't know how many ounces are in each glass, but we won't go there. Listen, cranberries, we all know, is the urinary tract saver. Remember when your grandma, oh, yeah. back in the day, when you're like, oh, my thing hurts. And she's like, oh. You need cranberry juice. But I'm my granny was mean. Spray. Not, no, my granny was mean. She was like. You got to drink that tart shit? Oh, mm. that old lady. Remember? Yeah, but she's right, though. That's she, the stuff that works. Oh, it, but as a kid, yep. choking yep. that down. And then she would put, she would like squeeze an orange. Like she'd be like, get an orange. We had an orange tree. She'd be like, And I'm like, that doesn't even help. But it was bitter. But it leaves faster. So it has basically super, and it's a super antioxidant berry. Mm-hmm. It prevents cancer, prevents tooth decay. Um, it has ani-aging benefit. It is good for inflammation in the lungs, which I didn't know about. Huh. Inflammation so alone. That actually is great for the holiday season. Oh. Right now we know that RSV, flu, and COVID-19 are all floating around. And of course, there's two flus. There's flu A and flu B. Mm-hmm. So you've got all of these lung things floating around. So if this is good for inflammation of the lungs, even if you wanted to have a nice little mocktail, you could mix some fresh OJ and some fresh cranberry juice yeah. or sauce. And you're talking about antioxidants, vitamin C, mm-hmm. and an immune powerhouse mocktail. Yeah. And it looks pretty. And so, it looks pretty. And, you know, you can put a couple of cranberries in your smoothie. can never hurt if you have a little bit of that. But it also says it is strengthens the immune system. So I think this is kind of like the super berry. And you're, this is not – so the difference, I want to be clear – this is fresh cranberries that we boiled down with water and monk fruit. This is not dried cranberries. And I get this question a lot about dried fruit. And dried fruit is tricky because you think, oh, dried mango. If it's dried and cured with extra added sugars, then you're not doing yourself any favors. And a lot of times dried fruits are mad processed. Like dried cranberries, you see them all over the holidays, and they're super sweet. If you ever taste like a raw cranberry, it is not sweet. It is the tartest no. thing. So a dry That's people, why you're kind of supposed to cook it because it breaks down the, all of the, the skin str- yeah. and probably the um, the lectins, lectin, which are the, the protein. proteins yeah. that are in the skin of a fruit, mm-hmm. like in grapes and stuff like that, yeah. similar to a cranberry. Yeah. yeah, and I think a lot of people are like, oh, I love cranberries. It's so healthy. But dried cranberries, unless it doesn't have – what's that thing they cured in? The phosphate or – I'm forgetting what the Nitrate? word is. Nitrates. Okay. It can't be cured in nitrates and it needs to be fresh and dried without any added sugars. And dried cranberries are disgusting, but the ones that they sell at the stores are not. So the difference between this is that the benefits only exist in the whole cranberry or and or cooked down a little bit. Right. But you can, this is what we're saying is that cranberry sauce is one of the easiest things to make. You just take the whole cranberries, mm. put them in a saucepan, add a little OJ. And if you like a little healthy, clean mm. sweetener, and you just... Put the stove on and it's like 10 minutes it and it bubbles up literally, and they pop and it's super easy. It, it That's why I kind of made this little cranberry sauce and not a liquid because it, but I turned my back and then it was already congealing in its own, its own, and yeah. its own thing. But then I saw this recipe, which might be good for toast, which is cranberry sauce and strawberries as a jam. 
With a little goat cheese? A little, ooh, ooh, that sounds good. That's another great way to use your cranberry that sauce is. the next morning. Add like, some strawberries. I'm not a huge toast person. I don't love bread, but I'm sure that a bunch of people in your house are. And if you toasted that with a little goat cheese, Trader Joe's makes that cranberry goat cheese. It's one of my favorites, but that's also sweetened. I know, but this wouldn't and be. This wouldn't be. Yeah, it's true. So I, I think the marriage would work. Mm. I do. Well, cheers to Thanksgiving. Happy November. Happy November. Happy Turkey Day. If you celebrate, if not, still have the tequila sunrise for the morning after your adventures. Yeah, and now we are, we're moving on. Mm-hmm. Well, give me that spoon. We need to shake Quick up our change. winter wonderland Which here. one are we doing? Winter wonderland? Oh, yeah. So it's been Thanksgiving. It's been Thanksgiving. You got through Thanksgiving. You didn't murder your family. You avoided talking what? politics at the dinner <laughs> table. Yay. And bang, you're in December. I always, I feel strongly about this. We don't start Christmas until Thanksgiving is done. I feel very strongly. We don't water down Christmas. Okay. Cause if you start Christmas in November and then you don't end it till January, you're just watering down the magic and it's special. That's what they always say. That if it's your birthday every year, then your birthday is not special. But don't you think the holidays makes everyone just nicer and happier. Well, but the holidays includes Thanksgiving, and it's all about what you're grateful for. I just holidays. Think, okay, plural. If, if I'm being real here, let me be really honest because I like to be honest. Um, this is gonna mess up my hair. First of all, so what? I have a dinner to go to after this. This is well, not cute. you've got a mirror in the bathroom. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I look at Thanksgiving as an overeating holiday. Doesn't have to be. That's your choice. Well, like you said the other day, you have agency over what you put in your body. It's true. Just because someone puts it in front of you doesn't mean that you have to eat it. It's true. But I do think Christmas is a much better. It feels Ooh. warmer with the light on that rosemary sprig. Is the business? Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but uh-huh. I'm over here doing some essential. Cassandra, that's not a tree. Therapy. That's not a tree. That is a plant. It's a rosemary. <laughs> no, the way your smells like. Ooh, you're not going to get high delicious. smell, Noah. Well, I don't need to get mm-hmm. high. I'm just enjoying the smell. Mm. Cheers. So this is our mm. winter wonderland, Marg. Oh, see, it's see, it's white. I just think I don't know. I feel like. Christmas to me with the lights and the holiday music and the spice cider and the grog and all the hot Ooh. wine. I just feel like people tend to be happier during Christmas. That's why I started earlier. If you come into your house and you have the Christmas tree up with the lights and you have like, I don't know, Donnie Hathaway in the background or some like Mariah Carey but track. fall is so warm and spiced and you look around and all of the pumpkins make, you know, there's a sub, subconscious message of abundance and gratefulness. And I think being grateful is just as important as being merry. You can be both. You can be grateful and then merry. And okay. you can have Thanksgiving. I mean, listen, I put up my tree and start playing Christmas music like right after Thanksgiving dinner. Yes, you do. Right? We put the pie out and then it's like, bam, Christmas music is on. I love Christmas. One of the reasons that I am so defensive of Christmas is because I love it so much. And I think that if you stretch it out and you're you're still, you haven't even had your Thanksgiving. You haven't even appreciated the fall season, which is also magic in its Mm -hmm. own way. Like, can't we have a bunch of holidays and a bunch of magic all throughout the year? And that way it keeps everything special. It keeps everything fun. I agree. I, I don't know. I just, it's maybe it's the Canadians have it figured out where they have Thanksgiving all the way in October and they get two months off before the holidays. I just feel like maybe what I'm upset yeah. about is ours is too close together. Yeah. But then like you still run into the same problem where Christmas is now all of the sudden like November, December and January. It's a quarter of the year. It's not special anymore. 
I think it can't be its own season. Look, there's a reason why after Christmas, everyone gets depressed after New Year's. There's a reason for that. That's just because it gets cold. People need vitamin D. No, because the lights are getting taken down. Everybody's broke because they spend all their money (laughs) on presents. I rebuke that, okay? (laughs) I I have a budget and I stick to it, okay? Mm. Like, my daughter right now is really into money. So she's because they she learned like she went to the book fair this year. The first time that I gave her her money in a Ziploc bag. And I said, here's your budget. Figure it out. Figure it out. And she got to the register. She picked she saw the the money. She did the math on a piece of paper. And she was like, I can get three bucks with this money that she earned. And the lady was like, you don't have enough. And she's like, what's like, Oh, the tax. So my daughter came home and she was like, do you ever heard about this thing called taxes? And I was like, no. And she was like. You just give it away. It goes to in the air. Well, and she me tell you. Right. So one of the moms called me and she was like, the cutest thing happened. And like, honestly, my her, she's like, my heart broke for her to realize, yeah, people just take your money for you. She was like, but no, I have, I budgeted. And she was like, yeah, but it's 81 cents. And so she was, I gave her the books anyway, but my daughter was like, life lessons. This life is a tough one, isn't it? Lesson. You got to rip that bandaid off. This is, this is why I budget during the holidays. I don't go broke. I'm not depressed in the new year because I'm, I don't have, I'm not a depressive person. I'm a bright side gal. I can always, if there's a really hard time or really hard moment, I'm going through with some of my friends. I, and it may be a little toxic. I immediately say, I flip it for myself and say, well, after this, there's this. And some people can't catch up as fast as me. So I would say like during the holidays, if someone's go, I spent the holidays in the hospital before <sighs> and I've, and I've made it super, I went to the 99 cent store. I was like, you know what? We in this hospital, but we're about to hang these lights. Mm-hmm. And they kind of let me, I bought a, Love that Christmas magic. And it makes even the the nurses feel better. And some people are like, but what if you need to just let things happen and not get like super on the other side just yet? And I'm like, you know, maybe it is, but I don't get depressed in the holiday because of overspending. I just like the fact that everyone's like, hi. Oh, you don't hug. But you know, (laughs) when people see you, they hug. A holiday high five. You you holiday high five. It's a little longer. It's a little, it's a lingering high five. You're like, you're like, this is my hug. During cold flu and RSV season, it's not the worst idea, okay? It's true. Listen, I was at the forefront of this trend. Honestly, you were the first person I ever met in my life who didn't hug. Yeah, well, you know what? And I thought it was like a little weird at first, and then COVID hit, and I thought, mm, okay. She was on to something. She was on to something. <laughs> what are we drinking? We are drinking. This winter wonderland margarita has what I love. I literally use coconut milk. I just made the other day. But we want the canned shit, not the box shit, because the canned no. stuff only has... Organic coconut milk in and it. you got to shake and it. And the box stuff has like sodium diphosphate and or all of this. Dip, other, dip, war gum. Dip in the, d- the D one. D, d-, d- diphtheria, whatever it's called. But d- it's it's called the something. Diphtheria oh is like what you get in a tropical this, environment. Is this hat is not popping that's for part, me. That's part of the the T tap, the D tap. You get your oh, diphtheria, tetanus, and pertussis. Okay, shot. I'm lying. You don't want those during the. You don't want whooping cough during the COVID flu RSV season either. <laughs> diphtheria that's not in your coconut milk that is not in the coconut milk this is the can this is the organic can coconut milk and Uh, basically the rosemary from my garden Cassandra has so good the best and honestly it looks like a pine tree it looks like a Christmas tree this is called a winter wonderland margarita Mm -hmm. and we're choosing to utilize it for Christmas because it's got this little Christmas tree sprig in it and it's white like snow definitely feel like this not Christmas, but this cocktail oh, could stretch into January and even into the early parts of February because it's the winter 
wonderland. It's like snow, winter. So winter doesn't start till December 22nd. Supposedly. That's what they say. That's what the calendar says. I know, but we here in California, we don't follow the the, the seasonal calendar. Only you do. You're the only one I know who's like, it's fall. That's not true. I know lots of people that do that. There are pumpkins outside of this studio right now on the counter. Because that's performative. It's fall. It's performative. It's not performative. It's just fall. It's not not actual. It's literally November and it is fall. I don't think that's performative. That's like, you wouldn't tell somebody that put a Christmas tree up in December that they were being performative. Well, no, no, because Christmas is an actual holiday. I wouldn't say fall is a holiday. It's a season just like winter is like a winter wonderland margarita. Winter only exists for Christmas and I'm sticking to it. That's not true. Winter is lovely. Tell that to the skiers in January. Well, tell that to their ACLs and their PCLs and their MCLs when they're tearing it on the slopes. Why are you bringing this back to injury and disease once again, (laughs) Sherry? You say you don't get depressed in the winter. I don't believe you. You're getting depressed drinking this winter margarita and it's not even winter yet. Well, I took a ski lesson a couple of years ago. A ski lesson. Several years ago. Well, because I'm from California and despite what everyone thinks, we do have snow in the mountains. So I grew up going to Mammoth for snowboarding. So I was an avid snowboarder all throughout high school and college. And then I went to Whistler up in Canada and we got lessons and I got on the, I got on the snowboard. And I was like, you know what? I'm just, I saw all these young kids and I was like, you know what? Snowboard's more of a young kid thing. And I was really young. Yeah, like, yeah. and I was like, you know, I saw this old lady and she was kind of like in her Gucci little fit and she was kind of going down. And I was like, I want to be her. So I got on the skis, never skied a day before in my life. And she was like, let's go over the injuries first. And then she ran down the biggest. And I was like, and my husband looked at me, he's like, Oh, put me on the green run or the blue run, wherever the kids are running on. The like, let me, slope. yeah. Isn't there a thing called ap- apres and ski? And she was like, Apre? yeah, she was like, but that's after ski. And I was like, Ooh, I thought that was before. So I, I, I want to get more into skiing and skiing is winter, but it's also still like Christmassy. So I feel like I could be totally wrong. And I'm sure a bunch of people are going to interject here, not interject. Cause this, this is, recording. you can't, we're um, recording. <laughs> I feel like a bunch of people are going to be like, ah, mm -mm, that's not true. I feel like snowboarding, I feel like it's harder for your legs to go and split up and like twist one knee one way and one the other. I think a snowboard, you just kind of tuck and roll if things go bad. Yeah. But if you hit, so like, like if you go back, right to lift, if you on your back leg to go up and you kind of turn a weird way because you're in those boots and clipped in your knee can Go out. Okay, so you think that snowboarding is more dangerous? Absolutely. Okay, so I, I think, think that snow- skiing is more dangerous. I think skiing, if you're going to go on the on the black on the double blacks, then well, yeah. If, I mean, if you're going to do be that crazy, or if you're learning, like when I first learned to ski and I start to go too fast and I just like didn't know how to slow down and I do start pizza. To, just do well, your pizza. Or yeah, your, or I start your- to do the pizza, but then when the skis start to cross, you're like, oh no, oh boy, and I just sit down. I just like, but I put my butt in the snow and I'd stop. I feel like the green runs, I think it goes blue and then green. I will only it ever goes green and, green and blue. blue. Okay. Yeah. So the blue is the highest I've ever gone skiing, but it feels good because the cold air is beating. You're going a little faster. Anything other than that, you're not going to find me on. Like, no, I'm just not. I just like to do it because the outfits are cute. The photos are cute. And then you just kind of go home afterwards. I don't like being cold or what? <laughs> this is, this is why you don't take cold vacations. Mm-mm. It's so weird. I do my best to avoid it. Yeah, I know. I love a cold vacation, especially like we live so close to Whistler. It's like the second foremost ski resort in the world. I'm good. I don't. I don't. I, I don't need. I it. went there one winter, and it was probably 
one of the best holidays ever had. I'm sure it's lovely and magical and all those things. And I think that's great for those people that appreciate it. Cassandra's like, I give love, me a swimsuit. I love nothing more and than a, rose. a palm tree covered with Christmas lights and ornaments. Okay. That is my speed. I like it. I know what I like. And I tried to get into the like winter wonderland. Cheers. So, so would you, Christmas. Yes. And I just realized, you know what? This isn't for me. It's not, I think I'm so happy would you with drink this poolside or oceanside in one of your tropical destinations? Well, it's coconut. It's yeah, almost it's like refreshing. A, like, well, let's talk about the benefits of coconut, okay. which we drink let's a lot of Let's run through coconut. the ingredients first, okay. and then we'll go over the benefits of coconut. Okay, so this is just coconut milk in the can, organic. You can either use full fat and or light. This is not coconut water based. So if you no. know, coconut water is thinner, it's strained, and you lose all the fats and the milk yeah, solids. You need that creamy stuff. You do not want to make this. And then we have... A little bit of a rosemary simple syrup, which is just rosemary sprigs from Cassandra's Garden. A cup of water. And I used, again, monk fruit, but you can use whatever sugar substitute you want to use. I would stay away from plain white sugar and or brown sugar for this. Yeah, the brown sugar is going to give it a funky color. And also the maple-y, I don't know, brown sugar to me. Yeah. I make brownies that sometimes has yep. coconut sugar in it. Yeah. And I feel like the brownness, I don't know. It just depends on what you like, but not for this. You don't want anything that's going to... Maybe use allulose, too. Oh, you could. Or is is xylitol? Xylitol, you could, too. Yeah. yeah. So that, it's um, two ounces of tequila, two ounces of coconut milk, a freshly squeezed lime, orange liqueur. We used a Cointreau and a one ounce of rosemary simple syrup. You're going to be a genius if you serve this. Yes. Cause it's actually not that difficult. If you pre-make the rosemary syrup ahead of time, then you're really just making a coconut margarita, which brings me to a good point here. You kind of have to put the rosemary simple syrup in this margarita. Otherwise it just kind of tastes like a tropical coconut beverage. The rosemary summer. simple syrup mm-hmm. is really what brings in those winter vibes. Yeah, and it, it it this could easily be a summer cocktail without the rosemary. Without the rosemary, but the rosemary is what makes it winter. And you don't want to burn the rose. So like you want to make sure you have enough liquid so you don't burn the rosemary. I am talking from experience. It smells so good though. It does. But oh. we I burnt the sprigs when I first made the syrup and I, we were like, "Ooh, this is funky." And we were like, why does it stink? Don't burn it. Don't burn it. So don't caramelize it. You just want it to bring to a soft boil and then you want to strain it. A soft boil. Soft boil. And it's and the coconut water is so basically we're, this is a retox to detox kind of drink. Yep. Because coconut is a hydrator. Mm-hmm. It has potassium. It sure does. It has all of our favorite, it has electrolytes, which hello, you le- you lose when you drink alcohol mm-hmm. and you try to rehydrate. Um and rosemary, we've covered rosemary on the show before. I don't think we have. I feel like I don't think we've covered rosemary. We've covered coconut for sure. And there are benefits in coconut water. There are benefits of coconut milk. Uh, The difference between coconut water and coconut milk is that when you crack open the coconut and the watery stuff that comes out, that's your coconut water. Coconut milk is actually the coconut meat. I love it. That is smashed, pureed, and it's, it's the meat. It's basically like the coconut that's juiced. More or less. Ooh, we love that. And yeah. good and smoothie. So here is the benefits of rosemary. And you're getting a lot because I put like 10 sprigs in Ooh. this rosemary syrup. Hey. I wanted it to be super rosemary. Mm. So it improves gut health, which we love. It boosts memory and it improves mood. And it can help reduce inflammation, relieve pain, and protect the immune system. So our last drink, and it says it detoxifies the bodies and stimulates circulation. I mean, hello, and may heal many skin conditions. If, okay. if rubbed on your face with sugar or coffee. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know if I'm rubbing the cocktail on my face, but. No, well, maybe just the rosemary. Have you ever used a coffee scrub before? 
I have very sensitive skin and I have never used a coffee scrub. So I have, and it's supposed to like the coffee scrub. I feel like mine probably had rosemary in it. It was a gift and I am down for anything that's interesting, fun and seems good for you, whatever. Of course. The whole point (laughs) is that you use these ground coffee beans instead of like chemical exfoliants, right? So it's a body scrub. Mm -hmm. So I thought that I was going to use it in the bath. Let me tell you, you don't use a coffee scrub in the bath because it's like someone took a coffee filter after you made a pot of coffee and just dumped it in the bath. So messy. So was the coffee scrub effective? It's supposed to help with circulation and smoothing and uh, detoxification, all these things that coffee is supposed to help with. Really? But it is messy as shit. It probably looks like that coming at it when you're draining. It's like black longer to clean it. It's completely messy. If you use a coffee scrub in the bathroom, how's it for for your vagina? I don't know. I didn't. Is it a stimulant? I didn't scrub it on my vagina. But if you're in a bath, it's going to go in there. You can get residual caffeine in there. 100%. I mean, I didn't do Kegels in the bathroom (laughs) siphoning the coffee water, but it goes in there. It's like sand. Huh? It's going to get into the crevices. Okay. Well, you know what? I don't know. Things were fine. It turned out okay. It was just super messy. I think what coffee can do is what a good Epsom salt bath can do. Mm. Well, on that note, Merry Christmas. Merry Crema to us. Um, Okay. Moving on. We all made it through Christmas. You maybe did some holiday travel. Maybe not. So we have made it through Thanksgiving, Christmas. We've had some fun cocktails. We're officially in winter. And hey, oh, it is New Year's. Well, this is, you know what? This it's so, is it apropos? What's the word? It is so apropos for New Year's to come after Christmas. You've gotten all your good gifts. You may have gotten some great watches or some good shoes or some good love from your significant mm, other. It smells spiced. It does. I need a spoon. Uh, not me. Cheers. Okay. Look at that. So we decided to get into this a little sparkling something. Well, I don't know if it's sparkling. It's spiced, not sparkling. What I meant was a little spiced something instead of a sparkling something. If you are not down with champagne, which granted, I'm not a massive champagne person, but I don't mind champagne from time to time, especially at New Year's, especially talking about midnight toasts, et cetera, et cetera. But this is if you want to be drinking tequila instead of champagne. If you drink champagne all night, that's kind of a ticket to hangover city. Um, You know, I disagree. Really? I can drink. Well, you know, my system isn't correct. Yeah, it's not. It's not. And on top of that, I can drink champagne all day long and feel the same as I would on tequila. It is a I wouldn't recommend a lot of people get a headache. I heard mm-hmm. of people get a headache or yeah. they feel nauseous. Like the gases in the bubbles kind of makes your food. I was born to drink champagne and tequila. I don't know. I'm special. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really special. Well, this is a winter margarita. So we had a winter wonderland margarita and this is just a winter margarita, but this has got a spiced pear syrup that we made got some fresh cranberries in here too as well we got a little salted rim and i feel like the spiced pear really gives it that warming it's the middle of the winter it just kind of warms up your insides vibe yes and i think this i think nothing feels more like winter and or new year's than spice pear and close yeah because this this syrup was probably i made an extra batch me and mark (laughs) our resident guest co-host who's yeah, here sometimes. Yeah, you guys made our syrups, our holiday syrups. Yes, and we made an extra batch because we just couldn't believe how, A, simple it was to make. Mm-hmm. And we went a step further. They just said to 
we sliced some organic pears. Yep. We added water. We added our monk fruit. Um, we added the cloves and cinnamon sticks. But once it started to like bubble, oh, bubble, that's, bubble, toil and trouble. Wrong holiday. Sorry. No, wrong holiday. wrong holiday. Yeah, it was so. And we and I smashed the pears. And then you sh- once it gets soft, the pears like in seven minutes, you smash it and you strain it and the the flavor. So then I was like, oh what would this be like in a champagne? So let's say you are a champagne drinker and not a tequila drinker. You can totally put this spiced pear as a simple syrup in a champagne, like a, like a cure Royale, but a winter Royale or mm-hmm. new year mm-hmm. Royale. It was super delicious. So you could put it in a champagne. Oh my, you could put this. I wouldn't recommend vodka. I would do no, champagne. We never and, recommend vodka. No, never recommend vodka, but I would do this in like a bourbon. Because of the way it's aged Ooh, with yeah. the cloves and the cinnamon, it would feel so. Let's say your dad is maybe your spouse, or your dad, or your brother, they're more bourbon whisking, sure. whiskey guys. You can totally put this syrup in that drink and they would be with a cinnamon stick as a garnish. Well, it's so spiced. It feels so holiday yeah. and it feels so appropriate, really, for any of the holidays. You could actually drink this at Thanksgiving, Christmas, or New Year's. Yeah. This, yeah. And, 100%. And this has also the cranberry that we repurposed for two drinks. Mm-hmm. This has the cranberry in it, the same cranberry juice sauce that I made. Mm-hmm. But you have the benefits of the cranberry. Yep. You have pear, cloves. We all know the benefits of cinnamon. We'll get into that. And you have the reposado again and a little bit of lime juice so, to kind of cut the sweetness a little bit. So we use reposado for all these. Basically, get yourself to Costco, get that family-sized bottle of Hello. reposado. Do not break out the expensive reposado for the... But, I mean, look. Well, you don't want the crap reposado either. No, and I was going to say, you want it always, always to be 100% agave. Yep. But always. Costco has... And it's made, and it's tequila. Mm-hmm. If you look on the Costco bottle sign, trust me, it says tequila, which means it was approved by the board in Mexico yep. to put that name on there. Oh, so... Yeah. You can totally do that where I also believe this drink is the warmest of the bunch. So if you're somewhere super cold because of the pear, something about the pear, the cloves and the cinnamon, it, when we drank it the other day, I only had one, but we did drink it and we were like, Ooh, and we lit the fireplace at Mark's house Ooh, and we were just vibes. like, and he brought out his, let me tell you about Christmas because he brought out his Christmas lights. He said, we need lights. And it felt, and we were like, I love you. I love you. And we were with his dog. It was so cute. But I feel like this drink is major, 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 either Christmas or New Year's vibe. I wouldn't say this is for Thanksgiving. It's it's a little heavy. Well, it is called a winter margarita. Yeah. And it, winter is, starts December 22nd. So they say. So some man in the sky they, said, who they. first of all, first of all, who created all the seasons? I should Google that. I, mean, I should Google. The I should seasons Google. have been around for a long fucking time. But Sharia. it's not in every state or country. You're thinking of daylight savings. <laughs> I'm not. The seasons exist globally. They don't. Where's that place in Switzerland that doesn't get dark for like half the year? But they still have seasons. No, I don't think they do. Yeah, it's just a <laughs> time. You're mixing up time and weather and seasons. Isn't it all the same? Look, LA, we do have, it was 56 this morning when I woke up. It was cold. I have a long yeah. wool coat right now. You got to cosplay your winter just like that. I you love a winter. I do. I love the LA winter. Look, am I excited for a New York or Chicago winter? No. Hell no. That's a no for me. The saddest thing, look, if you're from Chicago, look, my family's from Chicago. I love Chicago. I visit Chicago umpteenth amount of times, but I will say this. It is the saddest place in the winter because 
I, me and my husband were there and we we're like, let's go to a nice, sexy steakhouse in downtown. And it was like dead of winter snow. First of all, it took us two hours for an Uber to pick us up. And I was like, what is this place? Then my sister's like, you could take the subway. I'm like, the subway. Like, <laughs> it's called the L in Chicago. The L. And I was like, do I? Re-? And I was like, what do I look like? She was like, it's only eight o'clock. And I'm like, canceled. I was dressed to the nines. You canceled? We, because no one would pick us up. Sherry. No, I'm not going on the L. I'm just not going to do it. She's a high maintenance lady. I'm high maintenance. Look, I'm not, I'd look, public transportation. Let me just give myself this caveat here and then I'll end it right here. <laughs> Public's transportation in Los Angeles is not a thing. It runs every K line just opened. Yeah, but it runs every look, I was born and raised before whatever this metro situation they're trying to do here. This metro situation. Yeah, but the bus line was like, my grandma was like, if you ever get on the bus, like I'll have you arrested. Because what? bus because buses were for people who needed to go like cross county. It wasn't it buses don't run like how they run in other states or like if you go to New York, like the train system. She thought that you were taking someone else's spot or that it's dangerous. That I was trying to go cross County that I was trying trying to to leave most kids in LA. When they run away, they use the bus. They use like the bus. So she was like, if you can't walk to your destination, then you don't need to be going to it, which is why granny, which is why I feel like the walking can never be underestimated for weight loss. It is a big deal when it comes to weight loss. I was so thin in high school. I walked five miles to my friend's house or to a basketball tournament or a dance uh, recital because Mm -hmm. I could not take the bus. So for me, public transportation is really like a cultural thing because I'm like, I don't understand why would I want to be this close to somebody I don't know? Like it just it, it gets in my brain, even in London. I don't even like the tube. What do they call it? The, the, they call it the tube, the tube, not the lube. <laughs> Can't do the tube. And, oh, you should you should hop on the tube. And I'm like, Mm-mm. I don't want to take the tube. I don't mind the tube. See? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm also public transportation friendly. <sighs> I'm not, and I'm no, not afraid. We to say know. It. We know. Um, look, I'm that girl who's like, oh, I'm like, I was in New York last week, this week, and they're like, where are you going? And I'm like, oh, just you know, over into you know, I don't know where Soho, and they're like, there's a ferry that leaves from this place where I was to go across. And then you take a train to another place. And I'm like a ferry I can do. I love the water. I can do a ferry. But then when I looked at the three trains I had to take and what if one's not running? Cause you know how New York is you get on the subway and they're like, sorry, the lines closed. And then everyone just moves. And you're like, excuse me, excuse me. No one talks to you. You're like, how do I get to here? Everyone's like, mm, don't talk to me. So I was I'm like, once on the subway in New York and they said, everyone has to get off. There's a body on the track. <laughs> And they, an- they announced that That's over the funny. speaker. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and I, I was like, so what, what do we do? And everybody's just like, ah, and just gets off and walks. And they're like, we don't know how long it's going to take to clear the body from the track. It's the culture where yeah. you have to know that even though you're going somewhere, accept it. they accept it. I, I don't accept it. Mm-hmm. So this is why I don't take it. Cause I'm like, look, if the <laughs> Uber runs out of gas or breaks down, I can always call another one. But if, the, right. if I'm under the ground and this train stops and I've been stuck in the dead of summer in New York city in the train with, that needed maintenance for an hour and 45 minutes with a four-year-old, yep, it got good. so hot in there. Ooh, like breathing other people's germs and stuff. Oof. I, I looked at my husband and like, I will no longer, he's like, say less. I get it. <laughs> like, I will never do this to you. But this cocktail 
We'll warm you up like the New York subway system. No, not like the New York subway system in a better way than the New York it's subway system. It's in the happy way. Yeah, no shit. We don't want a cocktail. That would just be like trash juice that warms you up like the New York subway system. Yeah, here's a little drippage from the bags that got tossed out on the curb. No, thank you. We don't want to be warmed up like the New York subway system. Pass. We want to be warmed up like our tropical sun. Yeah, like my tropical vacations that I take. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. Well, clearly we're clear into the new year here. Uh, Yeah, we're clear into the new year, which is when we are going to see you lovely folks next. So we've covered our Thanksgiving. We've covered our Christmas. We've covered our New Year's. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram because we will not only post these lovely holiday recipes that are super easy nutritious and will definitely impress your weird uncle. Yes. But we'll maybe throw in some extra stuff as we go along the way. And as we're traveling, we're traveling quite a bit. And I think we're going to add some, you know, maybe I'll do like a favorite. And someone just DM'd me and asked me, where are you guys? You guys travel a lot. You never put your favorite places to drink. And I'm Mm. like, that's good. They said we did that episode in London. And she was like, I love that bar in London that you did. um, The Connet. The Connaught, the Connaught? best bar in the world, number yeah. one bar in the world. I say, I say the Connaught, and and everybody else, the, the Brits say the Connaught. Well, that's incorrect English because it's a u g h t, which I means it's a you long. You know what? I think that the ink, I think that the actual English created English, so they kind of get to decide. Well, I was at a dinner real quick, quick before we go, and a professor from Oxford. I was in London at a dinner, and he's like, "I can listen to you talk English all day," and I'm like, "Really?" And he's like, "Cause you speak perfect English. You say long a and short a, long i, short i." He's like, "And we." cut off words we cut off consonants we don't finish our language and that's why not n-o-t sounds like n-a-u-g-h-t which is actually why english is so hard but it is not it's a very difficult language Mm -hmm. to learn is english and i think the brits when if you talk to any brit any brit you know they'll say no you speak way better english than i do we speak like it's more drawly it's more like southern english here british english yeah. Well, you know what? We love you, Brits. <laughs> and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> All right. We will see you guys in 2023. Happy New Year. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Get our hats. Uh, cheers. And thanks for listening. Have a very happy holiday season. All of them. Yes. All of them. Regardless of what time you're listening to this, whether it's in November, in the fall, no. or in December, or January. Be nice. Just be happy nice to all the people. Yes. Cheers, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.